I really thought this was going to be make. I thought I was going to make a whole song out of this one. Originally. I'm about to say, is this you? Yeah, I made this beat. Hmm. And then I ended up using it for my podcast intro. Ladies and gentlemen, you are back with Caffeine and Creatives. I am your host, uh, X. To my right, I have my great friend, Cherish. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. How good? Good, good. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Me too. I had to, I was telling you earlier. I had to. Uh, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. I was just like, all right, cool. Let me get to the fun part. Like, I love doing these because I love talking to my friends. I mm-hmm. love talking about creativity, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. productivity, and how we uh, overcome a whole bunch of obstacles and have great testimonies you know what i mean like it's inspiring these are always inspiring for me so i was like i need to get everything else off of my plate so i can be willing to be inspired what have you been up to well i've been up to a lot Um, first of all i'm sorry to cut you off go ahead let me start with my first question all right because this is what i ask everybody Mm -hmm. what is you're a coffee drinker oh yep i'm definitely you are you are also a dunkin donuts lover like myself yes i am Outside of coffee, what is the cherish? Uh, what is the caffeine of choice for cherish? What is the cherish wake up? And when I say ask that, I mean like, what is the what is the thing that gets you ready or prepared to tackle what you need to tackle in the during other the than coffee? Other than coffee. Okay, so to get me started for the day. Other than coffee, which you need your coffee. Mm-hmm. I need my coffee. I know I need my coffee. For Definitely. Sure. For sure. For sure. Other than that, just a good song. Like, I mean. So it's it the vibes. Be, yeah. Just set the vibes. Yes. Before I I'm do heavy, anything. I'm a heavy believer in Secure the Vibe. Mm-hmm. I have it on a t-shirt. Shout out to Henny. Okay. The producer. Secure the Vibe. I have it on a t-shirt. The vibe being secured is a substantial part of my day going very, very substantial long. part of the day yes so tell the people how are what is what is um because i know you i know the plethora of jobs mm-hmm. that you have mm-hmm. and you are probably one of the first um guests that i have on here that gets to speak from a different perspective other than the i don't want to call it typical but a, a different perspective other than like being an artist yourself or being a producer or mm-hmm. something like that I've had uh, my friend Bianca on here. She's a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my boy Mel on here. He's a photographer. Um, I've been trying to tap into other um, forms of creativity and not have so many people that are like myself, like a producer or um, an artist um, specifically, mm-hmm. but um, deal with that same process. So exactly. to, what it, tell the people a little bit about what you do in the creative space. Okay, okay. So let me tell you a little bit about myself. To the people, you know, but, you know, (laughs) to the people that don't know. Um, Basically, I started off, uh, let's say, as I was saying, as an assistant Mm. with a label, independent label. And from there, um, I worked with upcoming artists. And it just took on a whole nother level. Like, I mean, I knew I wanted to be in music. I knew I wanted to be in entertainment. 
And I went to school for communication and media. And I'm like, okay, so what do I want to do? Do I want to be on radio? What do I really want to do? And the older I got, the more I'm like, I want to be behind the scenes. I want to be a part of the process. So um, being the assistant um, to this label, I mean, I got to really see behind the scenes work. Like I was able to be immersed in photo shoots, video shoots, really be a part of the process. Mm -hmm. So um, that's where I started off with that. And then um, I was able to venture off and be a part of another company, which I'm a brand manager for. Um, it's called the Campaign ATL mm -hmm. right now. So that's what I do. And we help upcoming artists again. Like, I just like to be a part of people's processes, whether it's, you know, whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. I want to be from the beginning to be, be able to build your foundation. You know, mm -hmm. it's just it just feel good when you're a part of something and you're able to walk with that person through the whole process and be like, OK, flourish, go. You mm -hmm. got this. Like, we did this. <laughs> just go. Like, so I like to be a part of that process. I think it just fulfills me all the way. But um, I'm a brand manager for that. Um, basically, we help upcoming artists with their marketing, with rollouts, basically bringing brand awareness to mm -hmm. their what they've got going on. Okay. So that's what I do there. And then other than that, oh, and I have Cherish Approved. So What is Cherish Approved? Ooh. So Cherish Approved, a lot of people don't know about it. I'm kind of like you know, get my feet wet a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Carmen that she uh, owns the campaign ATL. And she gave me basically a platform to be able to start my Cherish Approved. So Cherish Approved came about basically um, my friends, they would ask me, hey, where should I go? What should I do? And I'm always out and about. I'm always eating at new restaurants. I'm always at events. I'm always venturing out in the city doing something. So I would help them basically create like itineraries for their day or their night or maybe they might go on a date a date night or something like that mm -hmm. and i'll put that together for them so i was like okay cool but i had started using a hashtag called cherish approved on whatever i wanted to on instagram like mm -hmm. you can have a dope picture cherish approved that's cool mm -hmm. i like it right. you could put up a song cherish approved i like it like whatever mm -hmm. i like i stamped it mm -hmm. so i'm like okay this is kind of cool and i'm like i don't really write but i kind of want to write but I want to write the way I want to write. Because mm -hmm. in school, it's like, oh, you got writing classes, journalism. And it's, I, I don't want to deal with none of that. It's like, I'm not <laughs> writing what I want to write. <laughs> like, I'm not interested in that at all. But being able to write about what I love is mm -hmm. something different. So right now, I'm writing about um, independent artists. So it's like Cherish Approved Artists of the Week. Mm -hmm. So I just randomly, like, if I come across somebody and I like their music, I'll send them some questions, you know, kind of like interview them without interviewing them. Mm -hmm. And write about them, like a little blurb. So that's what I do so far, but I want to eventually do like restaurants or, you know, that's events. Or, that would be dope. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I want to be like a Yelp or a Craigslist, but I'm Cherish. So it's like, let me go click yeah. on Cherish Approved. I don't think, I don't think a lot of people are, have really like, um, I don't think too many people have put that frame of reference around like being that type of entity. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you already had, like you can Google something, you can see somebody's reviews on mm -hmm. Yelp, but there's not too many, um, local um publications where it's just like people trust my opinion mm -hmm. and if i said i like something then it's just coming from one person not having a whole bunch of robots saying that right so it's know, just having, like having it's just Google me and what i like like yeah whatever i like but it comes from a real place and from a real person so mm -hmm. it's not like it's not fabricated or like a whole bunch of google reviews on like i don't some people might like it, some people might not like it, but if you're tapping into the culture, especially in Atlanta, in this area, it's kind of exactly. like, 
It's like, all right, Cherish is on the ground floor. I trust her opinion. Exactly. If Cherish approve, I'm going to go check it out. Exactly. I like that. It's dope. So what are, what is, <clears throat> based on what your title is, I'm not even sure how you would put your title now. It's like you're like, you're like a journalist, brand manager. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably that would probably sum up most of it, I guess. I I would think so. It kind of like ties all in together. Right. So, it, like, did you when you start like first got into entertainment industry was that like a goal of yours or was like because I know a lot of people like myself like now like I started um, I got I got in the door as mm-hmm. an engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, then that kind of parlayed into like producing Other things. And, mm-hmm. and like now I'm like creative directing and all this other stuff right and you kind of grow into in. different right yeah so it's like is where you're at now something that you've grown into or was that an initial plan when you came into it or definitely not something that i ever thought i would grow into like i've always thought of like earlier okay um maybe a few years back a while back i was like i want a magazine one day but i don't want to be the writer like i just want to you know, you just want to have a magazine. Have a magazine, <laughs> and I want to think of the content, and I want people to do it. Like I've never thought of me being the person over everything. You know, like mm-hmm. actually being the writer of it. So I never thought of writing at all. But everybody says I'm a really good writer. So you are. You are like, a very good writer. I was like, let's try it out. Like I said, it comes naturally when it's something I love. Mm-hmm. That's usually mm-hmm. most people how it works for most people. I know with me. Um, a lot of people like my production, mm-hmm. but I can't just sit down and make beats. Like, I need to have that inspiration. Exactly. Um, like, I could sit down and make beats, but it wouldn't be anything that I'm genuinely interested in unless I have, like, that frame of reference or mm-hmm. that initial spark of creativity. It's just like, all right, like, I need to capture this feeling. Like, what is going to help me exactly. capture this feeling? Exactly. And um, I feel like a lot of my friends now, like, they're starting – we're all starting to have our own – um, our own ways and own our own uh, platforms mm-hmm. to um, getting out that creativity where and it's being received well from right. from like a large audience right. um, for the most part. Um, what would you say? Um, what is some advice that you would give to somebody else that's looking to start these platforms or getting into like brand managing or mm. any of those things? And I and I always preface this like. Um, I always preface uh, kind of speaking to like right out of high school, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that age group, um, because that's always like the that turning point of like, all right, what am I about what to do with my life? What am I gonna life? do? <laughs> and you kind of don't figure that out until your late twenties, early, you know, right. you know. It's like you might have this direction in your head, but mm. usually it kind of starts to change. Like you said, you start somewhere and then you're like. Do, 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 and then you figure out yourself in the process. Within that process, then you figure out that you can do other things and that you're better mm-hmm. at other things too and you have these skills that you never knew that could create something else. Mm-hmm. So, so before, um, so even, because I, I, I have to piggyback off of Okay, that. okay. Before we even get into the advice, what is, would it give us a little bit of the cherished story? We know how, we know how you got to what you're doing career-wise. Mm-hmm. But what is the cherished story? Like, where when you came out of high school, mm-hmm. what was the, did you go to college? What was, what did, what was the, tra- what was um, your plan? And how did we get here from, like, early cre- or on-site creativity to, mm-hmm. like, full-fledged, like, all right, I'm making a career out of this now? Let's what did see. that, what did that journey look like for you? Ooh, well, myself, um, 
I graduated high school, and at that time they had those dual diplomas. Like it was like not even dual. It was like either you're this diploma or this diploma. It was like college prep or technical or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I had this counselor that was like, oh, if you take the tech way, like you don't have to take all the math classes. And I was like, cool. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to take math <laughs> classes. Let me take that way. So end up that diploma only offered you to be able to go to a community school first and then to a four-year school. Mm. So I was like, dang, now, now I got to go to this whole nother school. Everybody's going off to a four-year mm. and I got to go out to this two-year first. But it was cool. Um, I went to a community college and then that took a minute. It was like, I love school and I love, I love people. Mm. Let me say that. That's what I love socializing. I love networking. So going to school was cool, but actually being in school was like, mm-hmm. So sometimes I would work full time. Sometimes I go to school full time. It was like a back and forth, back and forth. So it took me a minute. And then I finally was like, okay, let me finish up. Went to Kennesaw, finished up, got my four year degree. Um, Shout out Kennesaw. My wife went, you know, my wife graduated from Kennesaw State. Me too, me too. So yeah, so I graduated from there with my communication media studies degree. Um, After that, it was like, what can I do? With this, like, what am I going to do? Wait, wait, what did you think that you were going to do with it? I mean. Did you have an idea? Was I didn't have any idea because I was like, okay, should I go corporate? Mm-hmm. You know, should I immerse myself in the corporate field and corporate America mm-hmm. with everybody else? And, of course, start off entry level, make all this money. And But it, the people that I saw in corporate was like, they were drained. You know, it was just, I was like, mm, I don't know if corporate's for me. I just feel like I'm too creative for that. Like, I feel like sitting at a desk was just not for me. Mm-hmm. So um, I had a few friends that I was already working with um, on an online publication. And um, one of my friends, she's a PR, and she was like, well, Church, what do you really want to do? Like, what do you love? And I was like, I love music. She's like, okay, cool. I'm going to put you in contact with some people. So that's when I started working with the label. And I was like, mm-hmm. cool. I was like, this is different, you know, because I had thought about going on the radio. And I was like, hmm. I don't know if I want to do radio anymore. Like, it was just so many different things. And I was like, So you did did do radio for... I tried at school, and it was just not... (laughs) It wasn't it. It wasn't my thing. Like, I was sitting in there, and I was like, I just don't like it. Mm. I just just didn't like it. It wasn't... It didn't sit well with me. It was just not... It wasn't exciting to me. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. But, um, yeah. So, working at a studio, you know, I worked at the studio, and... Mm. Just being there with just surrounded by so much creativity is just crazy. Like mm. you got people making music and you hear all these different songs and you're like, oh my gosh, everybody's in this one room and just trying to live out their dreams and just making all this different music and I get to hear it and I listen to it and it's just it was just such a good experience and I was like, This is where I wanna be. Mm. Like this is it. This is what I wanna be around. So at what point in after realizing that that's what you wanted to be around, did you start to mold um what being around it looked like for you because mm-hmm. a lot of like we are i think we all have like that moment where where it's like that peak interest of like all right this is what i want to be around this is what i want to surround myself mm-hmm. with but um as we both know with our with our how we met in our story together mm-hmm. it's like you go through um you go through that stage of that first realization and then you have another period where it's like all right this is what i want to do but I, i'm not sure if this is where I should be doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, if I need to figure out another outlet, 
uh, that's better suited for like how I want to make my impact within this, because mm-hmm. um, that's what it was for me. Um, exactly. In, in a in a few situations, it's like all right, I, I feel like I'm I'm using my talents here, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm kind of sharpening my blade, um, to say the least. Um, but I feel like the the impact that I'm meant to have is not necessarily being utilized. Being utilized in that space. In that space. Mm -hmm. So, like, did you have that moment, or what what was that for you? I felt like I did have that moment. It was like, okay, cool. This, you know, it, like, you know, kind of molded me into what what the industry looked like, what the industry would bring eventually, you know, what I could get from it. Mm -hmm. But it was like, like how you said, am I making an impact where I am right now? Like, was that would go through my head. So I was like, you know... I think it's time for me to just, you just know when it's time to move on to that another step, you mm-hmm. know, it's with anything. And that's when I did. And I just moved on and I really enjoy the position I'm in right now. Cause it's not even just, um, with artists because she has, Carmen has like a, um, another company on top of that. So it's mm-hmm. like the camp and ATL is basically underneath it. It's kind of like an umbrella company. Mm-hmm. So she has refi- the refined rebel, um, and co. And basically she deals with other, companies as well and I've always thought about you know branding and advertising and I always wanted to be behind the scenes at the table thinking of the next ooh commercial or you Mm -hmm. know things like that the colors and this and that and just helping people with their brands period whatever it was so I get to do that as well and that's super dope to me like I get to be behind the scenes and actually see what it takes to build a brand and I love that part about it too. So how did you make that? How did you make that transition? Was it something? Did you have to go through a couple of other changes before you found that niche or that company that you were like, all right, cool, like I can I can build something here? Was it um, uh, a contact where just like, hey, you should go mm-hmm. go meet with these people, and it's like, okay, I have no clue who these people are because that happens a lot too, that and then it t- a lot. and then it just turns into like, this is the best thing since sliced mm-hmm. bread for me. Exactly. Um, how what did that look like for you? How did you go um, from like, all right, I feel like I'm my skill sets aren't being utilized how I want to utilize them here to I'm in a position where I can actually build something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I was just really surfing Instagram as always, you know, (laughs) and um, I was surfing Instagram and she was like, she was looking for interns. And of course in this industry, I tell people all the time, you got to put in the work. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're never gonna just meet somebody and they're gonna be like, I want to hire you or, you know, it's kind of a hard, it's, no one's ever advertising a position. Mm-hmm. It's like you they want to see you put in the work, put in the work, and then they're like, okay, I got something for you. Like, right. that's how this industry goes. I've yeah. learned that. I've learned that, and too. And I definitely I've recently every- learned that. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like, okay, what have you done? Okay, show me how, to, how you've done it. Okay, I have a couple of projects for you. Here you go. Like, and then they're like, okay, you got it. Let me, I got this for you. You'd be like, well, did you have it the whole time? <laughs> did you have, yeah, like, okay. So I'd put in all this work. But no, um, I interned with her for a few months. And then she was like, okay, if this is something you really want to do, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. And the rest is history. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Because it's and like, she, I, I, yeah. I, feel, I had to. I had a similar realization for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you about to say though? You she you gave me, basically she gave me a platform to be myself and to promote my brand, mm-hmm. which, which is something that I put. Almost unheard of. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She's so dope. Like she was just like, you know, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And she sat down with me and we talked and discussed and she was like, let's do it. And it's something I've been, you know, it's something I've been putting back, putting back like, okay, 
whoop do whoop I'll start that, I'll start that, I'll start that. But I finally started it, and I was like, it started, it's got to keep going. Like, it's, this is here, it's happening, it's right now. Mm-hmm. So, cherish your proof before. <laughs> and I'm building on it and it's fun. I love it. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you also. Thank you. I don't know if I've told you that recently, but oh, I'm proud you. of you. Um, but that brings me back to my question before this. Mm-hmm. Um, after going through this journey and now that the people have kind of heard like what that journey kind of looked like for you, mm-hmm. um, what is some stuff you would have told yourself prior to that journey or and in the same breath, what would you say to somebody else? Because everybody's journey is, everybody is, is different. Mm-hmm. So what is some more overall advice you would give to somebody? Ooh. Um, some advice I would give to somebody, you said coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Basically, don't look too far ahead. Like, you know, they'd be like, what is your five-year plan? You know, in high school, mm-hmm. like, write down your five-year don't write down don't put a number on it mm-hmm. that's what i've learned don't put a number on anything you want you know just set through set your goals set your long-term goals your short-term goals you know set them but don't put a number on it because that gets in your head and it's like okay i haven't made it to that point yet it mm-hmm. might not be your time like i had to learn that like this might not be my time but you know it's coming it's eventually coming you have to build that foundation and the process you have to go through the process and it's not a quick process mm-hmm so that's what I learned. That's like the big thing, the main thing that I would tell anybody. And then that that also translates. In, and I always ask, um, what is some advice you would give to somebody like coming out of high school? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Just because that's a, a pivotal point where people mm-hmm. feel like they need to make uh, larger life decisions. Exactly. It's coming out of high school. But usually what I'm starting to realize from um, other guests that come on the podcast mm-hmm. and their answers to that question is I'm getting the answer that I wanted to, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't necessarily want it to be aimed at high school because um, a lot of people that will watch this, <coughs> excuse me, mm-hmm. a lot of people that will watch this and they'll be like facts and mm-hmm. that'll be something that that really hits them. Right. Are are people that are midway through that journey already? Mm-hmm. So we're talking about people coming out of college, people right. that are like one or two years into their first career out mm-hmm. of college that have to make the same life life decisions right. between something that's beneficial to their bank account and something that's beneficial to their life goal and exactly. the life that they want to build. So I feel like when we talk to th- from the perspective of that younger you, mm-hmm. like coming out of high school, we answer a lot of the questions that we ask ourselves as grown adults. Mm-hmm. Realistically, like it's it's you'll you're you'll be talking. You think you're talking to eighteen year old you, but you're talking to twenty six year old. Right, you're talking to the you right now <laughs> in this place. So, like so I swear, like sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm just talking to myself. Like you got this. You got to You got to give yourself those pep talks because mm-hmm. you will get lost in the sauce for real. Yeah, especially with entertainment. Especially with entertainment. Because it's all smoke and mirrors over here. so it's Isn't like, it? You will get lost looking at a mirror, thinking that you're looking at you, and you're looking at something else. Something else. <laughs> all the way over here. So you got to bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah. So what are some What are some things um, that bring you back? What are, what are some, some grounding, like if you have any um, personal hobbies or mm. something that's kind of like, all right. Uh, I'm I'm getting I'm feeding getting a little bit too much to <laughs> to this side of my life. Let me let me I am a human being. 
I do need a personal life. I need mm-hmm. some personal growth. I'm big on meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, I meditate a lot. That's good. So almost, I try to do it daily. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. Um, I've been trying to read more. Mm-hmm. Like just, like not even like publications. Like just actual like like I have um, the Invisible Man in my book bag now. Oh really? By Ralph Ellison. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I've been trying to make it through. Mm-hmm. now so it's like those are some things where it's kind of like the world can stop mm-hmm. and i can kind of process right how i'm feeling what are some of those things for you Ooh, i like to paint yeah i like painting too i love to paint yeah. like one day dunkin donuts <laughs> um <laughs> i had um a cold brew you know those are really strong i had one of those and it was probably like eight o'clock yeah i drank it and I painted this whole big giant picture. It's huge. And my mom's like, <laughs> she was like, what in the world, Trish? You did all this all night? I said, yeah. It took me like six hours straight. It'd be but like that though. Yeah. And I painted it and I sit back and I'm like, oh, it's so pretty. Yeah. But it's a <laughs> legit. It's therapeutic though. It's very therapeutic. I put on my music, I sip my coffee and I'm just painting away. Like I love yeah. to paint. Um, what's another thing? Uh, let's see, listening to music. I listen to all types of music, so mm. it just it whatever plays on my playlist. I know I like it because it's on my playlist, so mm. it doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't right. matter what pops up next. I'm mm. gonna love it because my playlist. Mm. Um, whether it's country, whether it's it could be classical, like I like classical music. Um, it could be R and B. It could be anything pops up. I like Calvin. Was it Calvin Harris? Yeah, I love Calvin. I Harris. love Calvin Harris. So yeah. That pops up. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's get it right. So it's like it's just whatever pops up, I'm good to go with it. Um, what else? The whole cherish approved thing, like restaurants, trying out new stuff. All my mm. friends know my sister. Like I just took my sister today, um, to Old Fourth Ward on the Beltline. I was like, I want to try out this new pizza spot. I've only been stuff. on the Beltline once. What? Yeah, man, I don't. You know, I don't. Yeah, you're, I don't go. yeah, you're busy. You gotta go. I don't and go take out. your wife. Okay. Yes. Yes, please. This is on. This is being recorded. So. You know, now I'm, I'm held now to you got to go. Now I got to go and take a picture and We're send it go. to me. So I make sure you, you I know. will yes. post it on Cherish Approved. Yes. <laughs> and it goes a review. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I do. Those are my outlets. True. I always try to I always um, like hearing those outlets from other creatives because mm-hmm. a lot of I was talking to Bree and we were talking to somebody else. No, matter of fact, we did a panel. For um, our friend, she did a magazine release, mm-hmm. and, and we were on a panel for it. That's dope. And one of the questions was, how do you get over, um, like, writer's block or mm-hmm. um, when you're feeling down creatively? Real. And my my thing is always, like, I try to do something else creative. So <clears throat> even though I'm a producer, mm-hmm. um, I paint, mm-hmm. um, I write, I read, I draw. Um, just I remember at one point, just back. something that like just something a different discipline that that requires a different part of a different part of your brain mm-hmm. and a different level of um, love focus. You know what I mean? Exactly. And then you'll come back to whatever you were working on and just and be you'll like, be able to go through it and just do 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 do. Yeah, it's like this. It wasn't so bad. I was overthinking it mm-hmm. for like a smooth hour. I know I was overthinking it. Definitely, but I feel like creatives overthink a lot of things. Yeah, that's a it's a common. We are thread. overthinkers. Yeah, the which the can main, get in the way. 
most most of the time it gets in the <laughs> gets way. In the like way. you can't be overthinking stuff. It's more Mm-mm. like once you get once you get like the ten thousand hours in, I feel of your craft, mm-hmm. and it's like you've perfected the technique of what it is that you do. Then it's about how freely, how free of a space can you put yourself in to free flow that that discipline. You know exactly. what I mean? Because um, the best people that we look up to, like in my in my uh, feel like from producers like that I look up to from the Pharrell is a big one for yes. me. Um, it's kind of like they thrive off of putting themselves in new situations where they have to like almost um, not free flow, but free flow for lack of better terms where mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it's just like, I didn't plan any of this. Right. It's all unplanned and I'm just relying on my skill set mm-hmm. and inspiration at that point. And you get the best stuff at that you point. You get the best content out of that. I agree. And this is this is probably a very good segue into my Yasir's Words of Wisdom for today. Okay. Which I just found it. I don't even know if I... <laughs> I might have said these before, but I saw this and I liked it and I felt like it matched like the vibe of today's episode. So um, I don't have a third one today. Usually I have like three, three mm-hmm. points. I only have two. If I get through the second one and I think of a third one off the top of my head, then I'll have a third one. Okay. But the two that I have right now is um, put yourself in a position where you only apologize for the things you have to do, not the things you didn't do. Mm, that's a good one. Right. Um, I had to learn that mm-hmm. recently because I found, I found myself apologizing a lot for stuff that I was supposed to get done mm-hmm. um, and feeling overwhelmed because I felt like the reason why I didn't get it done was a good reason, but nobody wants to hear that. Right. Nobody wants to hear excuses. Right. Nobody wants to hear excuses. So instead of putting yourself in a position where you have to make an excuse, put yourself in a position where you almost have to say no because you have right. something else going on. Right. Be be able to say no more and be able to say this is I apologize, I can't do this because I have right. something else to do. Right. Um and that puts stuff in a much better perspective for me. Definitely. Um the second point is and this one is for you. Okay. Um until the lion learns to write, the story will always glorify the hunter. Mm. You just thought of that. I didn't just think of that. That was my second oh. point. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, that one I have written down. Okay. I don't have a third one. The second one is until the lion learns to write, mm-hmm. the story will always glorify the hunter. That's actually an African proverb. Nice. Yeah. Um, I saw it or read it somewhere, and it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I gotta write this down, which is a very um <clears throat> cool concept to me. It's like you only know about you will you will only hear the story about the hunter because they're able to write down the story mm-hmm. history will always reflect who wrote it who down who wrote it down <laughs> who wrote it down who wrote it down so it's like the lion could have the the greatest story ever known to mm-hmm. man but we will never know it because they can't write it down right so um i feel like us as a people and this is like as i'm wearing my black woman right <laughs> my black because we matter, matter as i'm wearing my black women matter hoodie um uh, us as a culturally, we are, in my mind, we are the lions. Mm-hmm. And so until we learn how to write our own history, right. history will always reflect the right. oppression. Exactly. That's facts. That's real. That's real. Those are my, I'm not even going to put a third one. I don't even want right. to think about that. That's you a, can end it with that. I'm going to end it with that. 
Um, I appreciate you for coming out. Thank you for inviting me. Yes. I'm looking forward to have more. If you have some people that you feel like would be cool to come on here too. Definitely. I'm trying to ex- I'm trying to talk to more creatives outside of mm-hmm. um the music world. Too. Right, right. Just creatives. There's so though. many. It's so many. Like I was talking to um uh, a friend of mine. She does she's a um cosmetologist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you should come on my podcast. Definitely. And, and I was just telling somebody that I was like, you don't understand, like all of that ties in. You go to a photo shoot that's in the, you know what I'm saying, an industry. Mm-hmm. Like, you got the photographer, you have the videographer, you mm-hmm. have the set, what do you call it? Set. Like the set producer yes. or something. Yeah. Yes, you got yeah. them. You got the makeup artist. You yeah. have so many people you have that. Light, you have lighting. Guys. Lighting. You have, you have <laughs> yes. And yeah, all something. those people make it work. Like, right. then all people see is the end result. Like, yeah. there's so many different creatives that put in their work to make that end result happen, what people see. Every time. Every time. I appreciate you again. This has been an awesome episode. I'm trying to get my stuff together. There we go. Oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun. Um, This has been Cherish. Cherish, where can people follow you at? Ooh, you can follow me on Instagram at JustMeCherry. That's my personal one. J-U-S-M-E-C-H-E-R-R-Y. And you can follow Cherish Approved. C-H-E-R-I-S-H-A-P-P-R-O-V-E-D. Do that. I'm going to also put it somewhere right yes. here on the thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> Follow her. <laughs> Follow her. Um, thank you. This has been a great episode. It has. This is Caffeine and Creatives. Um, I am X. Go and toast the coffee. Mm-hmm. Y'all be easy. Y'all be blessed. Yes. Love y'all. Dope.